happy Wednesday. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana, and welcome back to another episode of Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in black culture, black news, and black entertainment. So it is pretty rainy where I am in Jersey um, tonight, but you know, we still vibing, we still rocking out. You know, I got the, the good music and the good vibes for y'all. Um, tonight we're going to be interviewing Alfonso, who is a musician and actor, and he actually just was starring on the Netflix hit series Grand Army. Um, to be honest, I think I finished that show in like a couple of days. Like it's a really good show. I definitely recommend it. Um, we might just be going back down on lockdown anyway. So, you know, I'm just giving y'all some things y'all could do in the crib. Um, speaking of lockdown, though, the coronavirus cases are rising, and that is actually one of our media topics tonight. So let's get into that. So um, basically, you know, the coronavirus has been going on since March um, for New Jersey and New York. They were able to get the cases to go down, but after, you know, people started getting crazy, they was like, outside is open, and basically, cases are now surging back up. So, here's my thing. I personally think everybody should relax, but, you know, I feel like you can't force people what to do and how to act. So with that being said, um, Governor Cuomo, as well as Governor Murphy, um, the governors of New York and New Jersey, basically have created some new rules to just basically help stop the spread and slow it down. So one of those regulations is basically that restaurants, gyms will now be closed at 10 p.m., And I think they did that because, like, I know as far as Jersey goes, there are, like, a lot of... How can I say this? There are like a lot of restaurants that are also like lounges after a certain time. So maybe they're trying to say like, if you're not doing indoor dining, then, you know, that's it. Pack it up and close for the night. But I don't know. Some people are upset. Some people are like, to be honest, I really don't care. Like it could have been worse. I personally, I'm not affected. This probably sounds like so like being a super duper individual but I personally am not affected by that specific you know rule so I think hey if y'all want to do that okay but I don't know people are upset I just think like what is gonna happen with this COVID stuff like I really just don't I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I thought it would like, I thought COVID would be over by now, but it's still going. So yeah, those are the new rules and regulations. So make sure y'all wear y'all mask and do what y'all got to do and just try to stay COVID free because it's not a joke. And I guess they just want to stop the regulations of people partying and things of that nature. I have DJ Bam in the studio with me tonight. Um, he is a DJ. So I'm interested to know, like, basically, Bam, what are your thoughts on the regulation of, you know, now restaurants yeah. having to close? 
I wish sucks. y'all could see him because he's really sad. Like, nah, nah it, it, it sucks. I'm like you. It's, mm-hmm. um, first thing first, I just love how they just make it seems like COVID comes out at 10 p.m. <laughs> like automatic. Like, oh my God, it's 10 p.m. No. COVID's roaming the street. Wait, wait, wait. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your child is? Yeah. <laughs> Do, do you know where the covers? Do you know where they at? COVID nineteen. You know what I mean? But um, yo, it do sucks because a lot of us DJs, uh, right. who was happy to get back into the club scenes a little mm-hmm. bit. And I'll be honest, I, I was blessed to be one of the DJs who I didn't go right back doing all these little hidden secret parties and Airbnb parties. I didn't. I didn't do none of those. Okay, I, that's I, good. I was actually I waited. Uh, my actual manager is a manager of a club. Okay, uh, so we came up with a system when we got it clear that we could open back up. We mm-hmm. didn't do no crazy party. We kept the people at the tables and shit. But then, um, you know, other rules started happening because people started complaining. So. <laughs> I had to like learn how not to really be myself while I'm DJing at some of these events. Okay. I had to, because just in case ABC or somebody would have popped up, mm-hmm. I was not a DJ. I was just a sound man playing a playlist. Mm. But it does suck though, like legit. And it's crazy because I was in the process of planning a party. So now I got to like think it back through now because I got to do a day party now. I mean, people people are beasting to go outside. No, nah, so they are, but it they'll just, go. Trust me, they, they are. But it just it sucks because like that twenty five capacity shit. That's number one. That's what sucks. <laughs> then he is not having it, yo. Then then another thing that sucks is like the new rule that um the governor put out too. He don't even want people at bars. Yeah. So like the the lounge slash restaurant can have a bar. But you cannot you can't even sit over sit there. At, you can't sit at the bar. But to be honest, I didn't even know like bars became a thing again. Like I missed that when they said, "Oh, we could have bars again." Like I, we it, it was always like, you know what it is. A lot of restaurants are, are mixed. Are mixed. Are resta- a restaurant slash bars. Right. So it was like they sell food and everything. So it was like that's how you keep your customers. I don't know, but I think if. Closing at 10 and telling people, hey, you can't go to bars anymore will make COVID go away faster. Look, I'm here for that, too. But then <laughs> but then explain explain this. I could walk outside in the daytime and don't put my mask on. But then before I enter Walmart, I got to put my mask on. But then when I go inside Walmart, ain't a motherfucking soul six feet apart from each other. What Walmart you be going to? Because they be six feet apart from me. What Walmart you go to? Oh, I go to the Walmart. It's this nice Walmart. It's in Linden, like in the plaza. That's the worst. No, you got to go early. That's the thing. For bro, I'll be you out there early, early, bro. That's the worst, bro. Like You got to go early. You, you, that's sure. the worst. Listen. No, no, no. She's going early because she don't want to deal with that. But that's the worst. That's <laughs> the worst. strategy. That's the worst, bro. But then, but, but, but then look, but then you, when you walk outside, you can take your mask back off. So what because is the you're f- not near people. Yes, like, you is. You but here's the thing, though. The COVID, look, 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 COVID is airborne. So I feel like that you wear your mask when you're like near people. But if you're obviously outside and no one is around you, then 
Like my biggest thing I'll say what I hate. I hate seeing a motherfucker in the car with their mask. Yeah, driving in the car with your mask. To everyone that's in my live right now, if you drive with your mask on, please let me know. And just you gonna fucking suffocate your damn self. Yeah, just like a dude in the summertime fucking passed out because of that. Yeah, but moving on to our next topic. Um, enough for COVID. I don't really want to talk about her no more. She her. A little, Damn, she done named her. She a little, her. she a little hater. But um, you know what's crazy and kind well, not kind of sad, but really sad is that hip hop in like the hip hop culture, we definitely had like two deaths recently. Yes. Um, the first one I'm gonna say is Brax. I feel like like people may not know who she is, but she was like um an independent artist from Atlanta. And she was, like, a big, like, social media, like, influencer, dancer, just super-duper dope and creative. Like, she was... I'll be honest, this is my first time hearing about it, so... Yeah, um, she was off of social media for, like, a year because she was on, like, a spiritual retreat. And she would, like, come back on from time to time and, like, do, like, lives talking about, like, her journey and things of that nature. But, yeah, she passed away. Her family... Uh, spoke out on Instagram and they, you know, said that she passed away. So that was really sad. And I really liked her music a lot. So, but you guys can still go to her Instagram and like check out her old content and like her old music. Her family said that she has two albums that will be coming out that she worked on Mm. as well as three novels. So I'm excited to see what that would be. So that was really sad. Um, also, for those of you, I'm sure at this point you have heard that King Von was shot and killed in Atlanta. Um, you know, people from his team have spoken out about it. Asian Doll, which is like, you know, his girlfriend at the time, has spoken out about it. Um, You've seen the other angle of the video that I put in the chat, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was getting it. And with old boy, but... I don't, I didn't want, like, any, any, like, first of all, they have, like, his dead body online. No, that part, me, and shout out to you, maybe, we talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Like, that, that's terrible. I think, I think the, the thing that people do with celebrities is, like, it's like they don't see them as real people, and just something like that. I'm, I, I'm grateful imagine, because. Imagine, not going to what they might do to us. I'm grateful because the people that I follow. I didn't see any of that stuff. So the people that I follow, they know. Like, we don't do that weird posting dead bodies, no. disrespecting families type of time. That's not the type of people I follow. But I do know that it was floating around. Um, but T.I. actually spoke out and, you know, basically said that he believes how um, people need to stop coming to Atlanta and if they have beef with each other, you know, killing each other in Atlanta because Atlanta is like a beautiful, progressive city that, you know, strives on black excellence. Now, many people were, you know, were saying how this was like a sub for the situation that happened with King Von. And, you know, T.I. basically came back and said, like, this was not about Von's murder, um, but he was just speaking generally. But Waka Flocka then came out and said, I don't even know how to put this, but never talk down on people when you once was the person you talking down on. So basically trying to say like what T.I. is saying is wrong. I just feel like 
T.I., even if, like, that's how you felt, I don't know. I think there's a time and a place for everything. So was that, like, necessarily, you know, need, like, you know, needed? But I don't know. So that was that on that. I just think it's been a lot going on. I feel like there's been so much death. And I just want to like say to my listeners, really um, take the time to give social media a break and log out if you have to, because the constant like consumption of things like that, I feel can be super damaging to your mental health subconsciously. It's like you're consuming all that, you know, negative information and that can be a lot on people. So I just want to say Log out, y'all, if you need to, because it's real out here. Um, And it's like 2020 isn't over, and it's just been a crazy journey. But my last topic, of course, because last week when I was up here, we was talking about the elections. And we was talking about, you know, Trump was saying how the mail-in ballots were fraud and this, that, and the third, but... I just want to say that Joe Biden won. Um, Kamala is the first black woman VP. And she's Jamaican. I just want to say that. Because y'all know, I got to rep. I got to rep my country at all times, no matter what. But yeah, Trump is out. Um, hmm. There's actually a video floating around of like an anonymous person, you know, coming on to Fox to basically say how they how they saw like someone stealing um mail-in ballots that were for Trump and a lot of people are quoting it and saying like to be honest we think this is Trump himself like reporting on this or coming on whatever to discuss this and I don't know but are we supposed to feel bad like OMG, I remember the day on Saturday when they announced that Biden won. Like, my professor literally posted on Google Classroom. She was like, I will not be uploading the lecture today. Um, everyone, please go outside and enjoy the weather. Happy Saturday. <laughs> no, she was for Biden. But I'm saying, I guess she was so happy that she was just like, no work. Like, y'all go outside and enjoy the weather. So, I don't know, but... Trump is going, but you know, and then there were also people saying like, oh, y'all are like celebrating like Biden's win, but like he isn't the best candidate either. Um, there's still death's work that needs to be done. But like, I don't know. Cause I thought we was all here with the fact that like, yes, Biden isn't the best candidate, but we also want Trump out. Like this whole time, everyone was saying like, vote him out. Okay. We voted him out. So like, why can't people be happy about that? So that was interesting. And also, um, YG and Nipsey's uh, Fuck Donald Trump song went back up on streaming platforms, um, obviously because of the climate. But it was crazy because, like, CNN, they showed, like, a, a clip of, like, people, you know, in the streets chanting, like, Fuck Donald Trump. And, you know, when they go to the little commercial, like, yeah, they left it playing. So it's just like, damn, like, yeah, like CNN is even just like, please, can we get this man out of here? So that was, you know, 
That was interesting, but we about to start this interview with Alfonso. I'm about to add him to the live. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's good? Can you hear me and see me? Yeah. Okay. I'm good? Yep, you're good. Word. So Touch. I just want to thank you so much for joining me tonight and chatting with me. Um, so for everyone that's just joining the live, this is the Black Talk Radio interview with Alfonso. We're going to be talking about a couple different things tonight, but I just wanted to say for anyone that's in the live that has any free to drop them in the question box, because I do try to go through some of those questions, you know, before the interview is up. So First things first, I want to know where are you from and what made you start getting into acting and music? Uh, well, I'm from Trent, New Jersey. And the thing that got me into acting was doing the plays at my church. Okay. Uh, my mom was a writer. She would write the plays mm. and like I would perform in them. But I never had like big roles. I just always enjoyed being in them. Uh, and then that's really where the bug got put into me. And once I did, I did a Christmas carol at the McCarter Theater in Princeton. And so once I did that, that's when I was like, okay, like, you know, like, I got a, I got a good feel for this. Mm-hmm. And about, like, what age was that? That was, like, had to be, like, eight or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I was really young. <laughs> but I think that's good. And, you know, I, um, I think that's super dope that your mom wrote in, like, that you had the opportunity to do that and explore because I, I think that's really important for kids like personal development to like, you know, try out different things and see what. Yeah. Like. So um, my other part of that question was how did you get into music now? Because you also do music. Yeah. Facts. Um, I was always a musician, like in the same way, like when I would be at church, like I would be like looking at the drummer and like, you know, like I started playing the drums when I was like five Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, after a while, I just started picking up instruments. I started playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started playing the bass in high school. So throughout my whole entire life, I always had music with me. Mm-hmm. And it always meant something to me. And I didn't start making my own music until my junior year of high school. Okay. And I started taking it seriously once I got to college because I started seeing people starting to really mess with me. Okay, yeah. Um, I think that's dope for real. You know, and I just, again, like, I love how you were able to, you know, experiment and explore with that at a young age. So yeah. you mentioned that you're from Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, shout out to Jersey. I'm from Jersey, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a little, I'm, I'm from, like, Irvington, so that's, like, near Newark area. That's North, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was it like growing up in Trenton? And, like, how would you say that influenced your creativity, if it did, in any way? Um... Man, growing up in Trenton, it was definitely an experience. Um, it definitely fueled me to it fueled me to want to make something of myself mm-hmm. because I seen so many people have dreams and then not be able to really stand on those dreams and and make something out of it. Right. So I definitely that it gave me extra motivation being from Trenton. Okay, yeah, for sure, and you know I definitely think that's dope and. You know, you said that you really wanted to make something out of yourself and yeah. chase your dreams. So 
now I want to get into you being on Grand Army. And what was that like for you and how did that come about? Uh, Grand Army came about, I think, no, yeah. It was the uh, after my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. So like right at the end is when I started auditioning and um, I was about to move out when I got the call that I had got the role. Okay. Um, and then from there, I went to Canada and I was shooting for like six months out there. Oh. And that was crazy as well. But it was really a, it was a dream come true, honestly. Mm. Like, it sounds cheesy, but, like, no, I always wanted to cheesy. do something like this. <laughs> For real. I always wanted to do something like this. So being able to go out there and, like, be on a set and, you know, just be a part of it and not just a fly on the wall. Like, yeah. And then get to watch it on TV mm-hmm. and my friends get to see it and, like, the world gets to see it. It's just amazing. Now, for sure, for sure. And I really do love your character on there. Um, I'm I personally love like romance, like watching <laughs> romance and stuff. So just like you and Dom and all that, I really do enjoy that. So now I want to know, like, how did how, you know, what steps did you take to really get into that character and just, you know, portray that on the show? Um, well, I trained with uh, Good Cap Arts. Mm-hmm. From my sophomore year of high school up until, well, through up until the point of Grand Army. Mm-hmm. And I really worked with them as well um, with finding John and like developing the character um, and really getting to understand like the type of role I'd be playing in the show. Right. As well as also doing character breakdown for myself um, whenever I would go through my scripts for whatever scene I was shooting. That's really how I was like uh, getting into it. Okay, yeah, and I think that's uh, a good point, and I love how you mentioned just, like, really taking your time to, you know, break down and, like, get in with the character, for sure, for sure. So now I want to know, what is it like being on set with you? So um, is there, like, certain things that you need to, like, really get in that mode? Um, Anything of that nature? I was so low maintenance out there, like, (laughs) I was just... I was just happy to be there. So, like, whatever right. I had, I was like, I'm good with it. But they was treating us nice. Um, I couldn't complain. But I really didn't ask for anything like that. Like, I was just cool with whatever came. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm sure they enjoyed yeah. having you on set. So. Yeah. That's 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 dope for sure. So, now I want to go. I'm going to be, like, going back and forth between your acting and your music. Because I think it's really dope that you do both. So I asked you, what was it like being on set with you? But now I want to know, what is it like being in the studio with you while, you know, you record? I know, like, certain artists, they like to be super duper alone. Some artists, they need, like, certain snacks with them. So what is it like for you? See, I like, I make some of my best music when I'm alone. Okay. And it's just me and the microphone and the computer and I'm just going. But I can still make music around other people as well. Like, mm-hmm. I like feeling the energy of when someone is, like, vibing with whatever I'm coming up with. Like, that's cool to see in person and in the moment. But uh, I really don't need it to, like, come up with something, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah um, I think that's dope for sure. I'm going to take a moment to go into the chat box because um, I want to make sure. Um. Okay, I'm going to do this one. It says, do you relate to your character in any way? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely relate to the leadership qualities of John Ellis 
Mm-hmm. Also, like the way he treats people um, with kindness. And he's not really judgmental. And I'm really the same way. Like, I just, I like to, I like to know people for who they are. You know, I really don't want to, uh, you know, I, I don't like to put like preconceived notions on people. Like, I give people a fair shot. And I feel like John Ellis is the same way. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, I think that's dope. Um, and definitely a lesson that, you know, anyone can take away. Yeah. Okay, this next question. Is it normal for actors to catch feelings for cast members during an intimate <laughs> scene? <laughs> um, I can't relate to that. Me and Ali are, we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just work very hard to bring Dom and John to life on, on film because we knew that it was so important for people to see like a relationship like that on mm-hmm. screen and how people would connect with it. And like the world has connected with it right. uh, in a strong way. Yeah. But you know, we're, we're just friends. Okay. That's, fair. but you've seen that happen before. Like, yeah. so it's not just like some, right. you know, yeah. I feel like it depends on, you know, the people like that are, For doing, sure. that are doing the acting. So yeah, I think it could go either way. Um, let's see. Um, okay. This question says, how was it when you auditioned for the role? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous. Cause I'm like, this is, this is Netflix, you know, like I really, right. I really need to nail this. Um, but I shined, you know, I, I remember my first audition, like I actually had my mom and dad, like pray over the phone with me before I walked in there. And then I went in there and I did my thing, like, uh, and I felt very good afterwards. Like, you know, I felt like I could really do it. And then I ended up, you know, fulfilling that. Yeah. And I think that's dope. Um, I love that you said your mom and dad, like, prayed over the phone. Yeah. Like, I just think that is, like, super important. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. So now I want to know, um, so you do music and you are an actor, and you mentioned being in college. So, you know, how do you manage all that? Like, you know, what what advice would you give to people that, you know, maybe have a lot on their plate or, you know, doing multiple things at once? Um, I would say just take your time and don't try to compare yourself to what others are doing. It's not really a race. It's all about, like, life is a marathon, you know? Like, so you have to really make sure that you're going at your own pace. That's what I would say. And then about like managing different things at once, I would just say to make sure that you can, you don't have too much on your plate that you can't focus on everything at an equal, mm-hmm. at an equal point, because that's how I have it right now. That's how I could be able to manage, right. you know, all these like things that I do because, you know, I have an equal focus on them all. If something comes in my way that, you know, I feel like I can't focus on it. I won't take it upon myself to, to do that just out out of like my own um, consideration, you know, because mm-hmm. I like to give everything a hundred percent. Right. And I think that's important. I think, you know, for people that do do multiple things, that's great, but really know yourself at the end of the day, yeah. like, no, okay. I'm going to be able to give this amount of time to this thing and that's okay on my end. And I think that's fine. So you just really know what type of person you are and like essentially what you can handle. So now I want to get back into the music. Um, I want to know, like, what are your favorite artists or, like, musical inspirations? 
Um, my favorite artist. I like what Drake's doing. Uh, I like Roddy Rich. I like the baby. Okay. Uh, I like Kanye. Okay. That's definitely one of my inspirations when it comes to just making music and producing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, you know, the greats. I'm really influenced about of a lot about a. I'm really diff- influenced from a lot of different places, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. And if you could say like actors that inspire you, who would you say? Oh yeah, uh, Denzel, Lakeith Steinfeld, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of them, but like I love my black actors, Chadwick Boseman. Yes, um, there are definitely a lot, and you know, I think that's so dope because representation is definitely important. So now I'm gonna go back into um the question box. Cause I want to make sure, you know, I could get y'all questions in. <laughs> um, okay. If you can collaborate with a Netflix series or movie, what would it be? Um, maybe uh, maybe Umbrella Academy. Okay. Yeah. I have to watch that. I keep hearing it's really good, but I haven't tapped in. Yeah, it's like a, it's 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 dope. It's dope. I won't spoil too much, but it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's that's cool. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. So there's so many questions in here. Right. <laughs> Someone said, did you see the memes on Instagram about Grand Army? Yeah, I see the memes. I see the memes that I get tagged in. Um, okay. <laughs> and most of them, like, I really like. Like, even if there's, like, semi-negative, like, I'll be laughing at them because, like, mm-hmm. it's still the world seeing, like, Grand Army. And this is how, like, you know, like, this is something I was thinking about since, like, last year. Right, you know, right, it's kind of, right. like, happening now. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely see like a lot of Grand Army talk on Twitter. Yeah. Um, people are really strong on their opinions on a lot of super, the character, super like, the, the characters. <laughs> so now I want to know, like, if you could say like your favorite character on the show, who would it be and why? Um, I I have two favorite characters. Okay. Uh, my my top favorite character is Layla. Solely because, Yo, I think they about to blow the comments up because you just said that. <laughs> solely because when I read the scripts and we would be in the um when we would be in in the table reads for mm-hmm. every episode, I could literally see what was going on on the pages whenever Amalia would read. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know like she's gonna go crazy on this part because it was so layered and and complex. She was doing a lot. Right. And like it will always make me laugh. She has so many moments that I would just start cracking up at. And then when I finally watched it on the show, mm-hmm. it had the same effect. Like I would find myself rewinding the same part mm-hmm. over and over again, just cracking up laughing. Cause like, like that's really my favorite character. And then Dominique is okay. my other favorite character because like it's so captivating to watch that performance mm-hmm. in a similar way to Amalia's. But yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone <laughs> literally is in the comments like, wow, Layla, not Layla. I think she killed it. <laughs> I think people like not don't like resonate with that character off the strength of like they just see her as the girl that's annoying. But yeah. I feel like deeper down, like, you know, there's a reason for that. Yeah, so. there's a part of that and everybody, you know, like people just like to suppress that part of themselves. And then some people are stronger than others. And those are the people who really relate to Layla like that. Yeah. <laughs> this girl said, it's the zombie dreams for me. Y'all are funny. <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> she live in an apocalyptic world in her head when she, when she doze off. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one says, how do you deal with negativity? Also, hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> um, negativity is always going to be here, like, when you go to sleep, when you wake up. So mm-hmm. I feel like you shouldn't really focus your energy into that because that's just wasting it. And you know, you got to make the most of every day. So paying attention to negativity is just a waste of time, right. in my opinion. I feel like anyone that need like is like, you know, maybe struggling with negativity that they're receiving from others. It's kind of like just focus on the good. And yeah. also, like a lot of times the people that are negative to you, you probably don't know or they're not that important to you. For right. Me. So it's kind of like they really don't have that much effect on your life in a real way, other than that outside voice that's just right. You know. So a lot of people have been asking this question. It says, um, do you think Netflix is going to give you guys the chance to make another season? Uh I hope so, but I have no confirmation at the moment. I'm I'm waiting just like you guys, but if y'all keep watching it and streaming it, telling people about it, more people to watch it, uh the chances definitely will go up. But I'm hoping so. Yes, I also hope so. I need to see more of John and Dom because... Yeah, right? (laughs) It's the love for me. But um, I do have this segment on my show. It's called Quarantine Q&A. So I basically, you know, ask my guests what their life was like in quarantine. I mean, because we are still in a pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah, for real. So my first question Wear your mask. Yes, wear your mask, period. So my first question is, what was it like when, you know, you heard like, okay, we're going on lockdown, that's it, everybody got to stay in the house? I was actually doing a play that day, because oh, wow. I think that was like March 12th. Yes, yeah, so I was doing a play that day. I was doing Out of Men in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, we low-key... The whole time we was at that performance, we were like, I don't think we're supposed to be here. Like Broadway had closed and so many other places had just closed on that day. And we was like, uh, you know, we was kind of stuck, but we still did the performance. And then after that, it was just nothing. We was in the house, you know, every day after that quarantine, the lockdown. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I didn't know what to expect, but, you know, it's November and I feel like we just simulated like here's my thing i think what america did was like instead of trying to make a way to like get rid of covid and have every state on the same page they kind of just decided like okay let's just get used to covid yeah and that's problematic 
But <laughs> my next question for you is, so during your quarantine, like, were you creating still? Were you writing music? Were you still doing auditions? My sister's actually an actor, so I know for her, she was doing, like, a lot of self-tapes. Yeah, same, same. So what was that like for you? Um, It's something you got to get used to, honestly. I was already doing self-tapes, but now it's the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also Zoom auditions, mm-hmm. which was is like something new as well. Like trying to perform to a webcam, that's like something new. Um, but yeah, like auditions stayed. Um, and when I was in the studio, I would still be trying to create. Although I did like have some periods where it was like stale because you know you're not really moving around. I'm not really going outside. Right, right. And I'm not really you know experiencing the world to uh put into the music so yeah yeah i definitely feel you on that um i just think it was shocking and just definitely something that we all had to adapt to for real were you like watching or like reading anything during your quarantine that you really enjoyed uh you know i redid the office (laughs) um i I watched the boys um yeah Honestly, like all the all the all the film and, and TV has been random. Like just whenever I pick something up, I'm like, I'm going at it and watching it. Someone in the comments said, I've been hiding in the bathroom for like twenty minutes right? for this interview. <laughs> Listen. Nah, I see that. You DM me after this interview. <laughs> I had to send you something because that's true dedication Yo. right there. That is true dedication for real. Yeah, for real. Thank you. Yes, you are greatly appreciated. So now I'm going to go back into the question box. Um, are you slash Grand Army cast doing any pop-ups? Any more pop-ups? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Netflix, uh, they organizes those, the PR team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the moment, I don't know. But that was dope doing that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, getting to pop up on the fans and like actually see people there to like see us and want to like take pictures with us. That was dope. Now, for sure. I think, you know, that's dope that you guys were, you know, able to do that because definitely I think it's interacting with fans is super important. This next question. Are you on TikTok? (laughs) See, I have a TikTok account, but I don't post on there. I just be watching TikToks, but I'm not opposed to like posting on there. I just don't know what to post at the moment. And I, I like ask like what people want me to post. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you got ideas for what I should be putting on TikTok, <laughs> but I'm not dancing though. But you know, yeah. You're not into the dancing? <laughs> no, that's not your. It's not your. Story. I mean, I, I, could, I, I be dancing, but like I just don't want to do the TikTok. You know, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Someone said, "Where can we find your music?" Oh yeah, I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, pretty much every. Uh, streaming platform under TKP Nook. That's TKP space N-O-O-K. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's how you can find me. And I have an album up called Romero. Uh, two singles up there. And a bunch of like other music that you could see on there as well. So dive in. Please dive in. There's some great, there's some great music on there. For sure. So um, I love that you mentioned that because I actually had a question about your track uh places and i just want to yeah. know like what was the creative process like behind that um so the first thing i did was i made the beat um 
So yeah, like I, you know, I went and I made the beat. Um, and then pretty much I took a break. I stepped away from it. I think I ate something. I came back mm-hmm. and I started listening to the beat again, mm-hmm. trying to catch a vibe because I knew I wanted to like rap to it at that point. So like I'm listening, I'm listening. And then I said places and I'm like, okay, like places, see, see I'm going places. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's where I go from. So I recorded that line and then pretty much the rest of the song just flowed after that. After I made those first two lines, I came up with the hook, and then that just got me into the verse and so on and so on. I think that's dope. I like that process. Yeah. Um, I like that you said, like, you stepped away from it for a little bit, came back, because I think sometimes, you know, we have to do that when we're creating. Or, yeah, know, for sure. To have a better outcome and just, like, it's okay to, you know, step back from your work and then improve it. So this next question says how many times have you watched grand army after it was released <laughs> what's crazy is i had grand army before it was released oh, so okay. i've been i've been watching grand army in its completion since september wow and yeah yeah um but i don't even know man i couldn't even put a number on it definitely double digits for sure <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you know you do some some acting. You've done some music. Um, twenty twenty is coming to a close. Um, right. So, what would you say would be some of your goals, maybe for the end of the year or like going into the new year? Um, well, I'm dropping a project on December 9th. It's called wow. Rose That Grew. Yeah. Everyone was asking when can they expect new music. So here y'all go, December 9th. for sure. We got a project coming in December called Rose That Grew. Um, I also have production on uh, my boy King Stacks project that's coming out a few days after mine. Also, I have production on Kadir Rashad's debut album called Levels. So um, that's and then I have a, a collab, a collaboration project with me and all my guys. Some of them that I just named, and um, I don't know if you know Cam Jackson. Uh, he's on there and uh, my boy Eddie Merck, he's going to be on there too as well. We got that coming at the top of the year. So uh, we got, we got a lot of music coming. So I'm about to flood the streets. Y'all heard it here first. Okay. So make sure y'all tap in and be on the lookout for that. Um, Someone asked, what was your favorite episode of Grand Army? Uh, My favorite episode is either... Episode seven with the BSU scene. Okay. Or episode nine, the finale. It's a toss up between those two it episodes. Those are the episodes on. I go back to the most. It was a lot going on in episode nine. Listen, hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> but why those two? Uh, mainly because I like, or in episode seven, I like the scene. Like after the speech in the BSU scene, and when you see that um, Sid and Bo finally look at each other and they're like, you know, he knows that he did it, and they have that confrontation. Yeah. That's honestly one of my favorite parts of the show. That fight is hilarious, <laughs> and then like, but it goes into the scene at the hospital, you know, with him and his father, right. and it's like that's like that moment hits every time. Like, I I really love that episode for that for that for that run right there, and. The finale, I like 
I don't know what I don't like about the finale. It's just like I, I wish it kept going. You know, <laughs> like that, that's that's really much the the big mm-hmm. thing about the finale. I love it. Nah, for sure. Um, I was I was I really loved in the finale that Dom got a happy ending. Right. I think that was important. Um, because she did go through a lot. So this next question says, "Are you friends with the cast members off camera?" And also, I love you. <laughs> Uh yeah, we're friends. Like we're we're almost family, to be honest. You know, we we was most of us was in Canada mm-hmm. for like the first time and living on our own for the first time. So uh, all we really had was each other, really. Right. And we pretty much got really close out there. So yeah, it's like Grand Army cast is mad close. Even our rap party was like so lit because everybody was just going crazy and having fun, like no holds back. I think that's dope. Um, and I definitely think, you know, when the cast are like close with each other, that definitely helps create better chemistry on. Yeah. So I think that was dope. Um, so now I want to know, like, what was it like, you know, living in Canada for that, you know, period? Um, it was lit. I'm not even gonna lie. (laughs) Like the only thing that was really bad about it was being away from my family. Mm. And not having them there, you know, to to see them. Like I will only have phone calls. But other than that, it was it was crazy. Like the Raptors won a championship while I was there, and that almost felt magical. I'm like, yo, people was in the streets and yeah. people climbing on top of buses and stuff, like scaffoldings. It was a it was crazy. And I'm just out there like, whoa, like this this doesn't happen in Trenton, you know what I mean? Like right. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's that's dope. And I think it's great that you got to like experience, you know, that and living there. So my final question for you is if you could leave the listeners slash viewers with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? Um, I guess that I'm not finished yet. Uh, I don't, I don't want people to think that, you know, this is as far as I can go mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't want people to put any type of limits on me. So, uh, yeah, I'm not done yet. I got more to do. There's more work to do. Job not finished. And we can't wait to see it. So, um, leave us with, you know, where we can find you, um, things of that nature. So everyone can tap in. And I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me. Now, nah, thank you. Uh, you could find me on Instagram at Alfonso Romero underscore. Um, yeah. And on Apple Music and Spotify as well as other streaming platforms under TKP Nook. Uh, yeah, that's how you could find me. Okay, dope. And for those of you who may miss the interview, um, it will, you know, post to our Instagram. Instagram be weird sometimes, so I, I don't know, but it should post <laughs> after I end the live. And then it will be on like our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our website. So, you know, everyone can check it out. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. All righty. Um, that was a good interview. That was fun. I loved my, you know, y'all questions that y'all had. I think that was super dope. Um, yeah, Grand Army is a good show, and I love that, you know. He does multiple things. And yeah, so, you know, what can I say? 
here at Black Talk, we just, we do great work. We bring the best of the best. <laughs> nah, but um, is it still raining outside? Questions that need answers, I can't really see. Today is Wednesday, that means it's almost the weekend, but I haven't really been going anywhere, so that's been kind of boring. But like, what is there to do in a pandemic? <laughs> No, but for real. Um, yeah. Bam, how was your week? <laughs> I think my favorite thing to do is put DJ Bam on the spot. It's fun. You said I was my weekend or the week so far? Your week so far. My week so far? Oh, my God. Got so much. <laughs> so much, man. You know, we planted uh, tap givens uh, on Thanksgiving uh-huh. Day. We got the all-star lineup DJs who we mixing live from 10 a.m. to 10 at night. Whoa. I'm hosting that. So you guys could just turn on that app um, and just tap in, man. Tap in on Facebook. Tap, tap in on that Tap, app. tap, tap in. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Hopefully, you know what I mean? I could probably like, I might Uber eat something that day. I don't know. <laughs> or get people DJ Bam, you be cooking? Yes. Hmm. How you think I got, like, I got a, I got a situation coming out. I got a situation. I'm always working on something. So, um, are you a good cook? Yes, I'm a I'm a fantastic cook, by the way. Oh, he said he ain't good. He said he's fantastic, y'all. Fantastic. Okay. Know what I mean, and I could cook you all the same thing that you like, but in a healthier way. Oh, and I wow. guarantee you, if I don't tell you that that is a healthier way, you'll just be eating it. Mm-hmm. Then after you're done eating, I'll be like, now that is less cars and this and this, that. So, you know, I think that's good. Um, that you mentioned eating healthier. I think, you know, the time period that we are in, whatever people can do to stay healthy, because listen, between this pandemic and just life. I, but I will say this to even with earlier, not to bring COVID back up. Mm-hmm. We go back, back on lockdown. This is how I lost this week. Right. So, Going back on lockdown, for me, I'm, I'm going to have fun with this shit. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> People are literally on social media like, ah, I can't wait till Biden get in office because he locking this shit back down and I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I know for a fact I'm happy. I'm happy. Man, I don't know. We just going to have to see. But I just want to thank y'all for tuning in with me yeah, and chatting with me. And shout out to Alfonso for that dope interview. Make sure y'all go ahead and stream Grand Army on Netflix so they can, you know, get that season two because I want to see that, okay? And also make sure y'all stream his music. Um, But as y'all know, we do have our New at Night series that we do um, every week. And this week, our track is by Christo, and it's called Deacon Bay. Um, It's a dope track, so I'm going to have DJ Bam, you know, play it for y'all. And I will see y'all next week, same time, same place. But before we go, just want to say that on Friday, we do have a special interview with Blast. So make sure y'all tune in on our IG Live for that. And yeah, I will see y'all then. Bye.